Welcome to Canada's podcast. So, Graham, welcome to Canada's podcast. Great to see you. Um, Great to be here. Uh, before we go much further, I'll do my usual thing because nobody knows who the heck you are. Uh, you might have seen me on me a little bit, but tell us a little bit about your you know your journey so far, why you started it, and where you are today. You know uh, what that lovely painting is behind you. You know what <laughs> what, what, what what is it about? You know what's the space thing that, that you're that you're living in. Uh, that might give you a little lead in terms of promotion as well. So that that's fine. Uh, off you go. So uh, the, the journey. Um, I I come from a marketing background um, in advertising, as 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 you know, um, very similar to space the space you're in or you're familiar with. And um, when I when I ran my agency, one thing that I recognized was that. Um, about 95% of the time, I was never in the office. We were always going to see clients. And that sort of planted the seed that, you know, the office was probably not truly necessary for many people. I mean, it's it's definitely has its value for people to be there at certain points, but not necessarily 100% of the time. And then when you're on the road meeting clients, finding a, a convenient place to meet somewhere that's professional, somewhere that um, you know, you're not tied to in terms of a long-term lease or contract, that's not readily available. You know, you find yourself in a Starbucks or a hotel lobby or, you know, um, by the airport gate trying to get some work done or, yeah, or trying to do a video call, right? So, um, you know, it, it, it kept growing over the years. And then, you know, when I, when I closed the agency and I was just into consulting, it really accelerated the need for figuring this out. And, you know, we also, you know, five years ago, I was looking at technology platforms like Uber, um, Airbnb, the on-demand economy. And I said, you know, there's probably this really great opportunity to create space that's on-demand. So can you find something that's convenient, consistent, and uh, professional in between the destination office and the home? And can you make it as seamless and easy as ordering food from Uber Eats, you know, you can order, you can rent a desk by the hour, you can rent an office by the hour. So that's, that's where the impetus started. That's, that's when we started and um, been building it for the last five years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's really accelerated that COVID really sort of kicked it into high gear for us, you know? So let, let's go back to, to the source though, if you like. Yeah. Uh, you know, what motivated you I mean, part of the part of the show is, the, you know, why are you an entrepreneur? What motivated you? You know, how yeah. into it? Uh, you know, it, it, it's a, you know, it's not the most common route. Okay, so no. Um, and I'm always interested to say, you know, why the heck did you go down this road, basically? So you know, and and that's a great question, and I think every entrepreneur probably at some point. They, they do some sort of self-reflection and they say to themselves, and something must be wrong with me because you have to be wired to do it or you're not. And it actually, it actually traces back to, you know, when I, when I was a kid, we immigrated to Canada in 1978. Um, you know, as you're growing up in a new country, as you are, you know, learning just some of the nuances of, of how to adapt and, and how to become part of, um, 
the new system that you're in, you're, you're faced with some realities, like you're faced with the realities that you are starting from scratch in many ways. And so that, that's, that's part of the experience. And then as you're growing up as a, as a kid, you are looking at certain realities and you're saying, well, how do I make this happen? How do I, you know, like, what is, where, where are my opportunities going to come? I don't have a template. I don't have mentorship. I don't have, you know, I didn't have sort of the, 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 the large networks of insight that I could pull on. And so much of what I did, I had to just figure out, you know, like, that's just, I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs start. You can say, hey, there's a problem or there's a challenge and then I don't have anyone to ask. So I got to figure out how to do this. Right. And opportunities usually fall out of that, that challenge, right? Trying to figure things out. So I've always been wired to do this. My brother and I used to, you know, do lemonade stands, three paper routes, anything to, to, to sort of uh, move the needle. Um, you know, I remember starting, you know, a retail clothing line when I was in university and we had, we had a store downtown. Um, I remember when I, before getting into advertising grade 10, someone coming to a marketing class and, and talking about the industry. And I said, I'm going to have an ad agency one day, you know? So I, I think you're just wired, wired for it, you know? Yeah. I think there's, there's a good deal of truth. And then my father was, was an entrepreneur. And uh, yeah, so you just, you just did. So, uh, uh, sorry, I didn't turn off. Telegram. <laughs> the beauty. This is the beauty of remote work. Yeah, <laughs> this is the beauty of it. So, okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, wait. Just let me. So, just uh, ignore. Uh, so you know, but a lot of the audience is sort of interested to find out. Yes, you're wired for it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what does it need, you know, to, to make it happen? You know, money, energy, that kind of focus on building from an idea into, you know, you've got a decent-sized business now. Um, what, what, does it, what does it take? I mean, what, you know, what, is that, what is that focus thing that, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily result in success all the time for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. There is there is a process, but it's not the same in everybody. You know, how do you get your focus? How do you get that progression? So, that, okay, that's a that's a very good question. Um, I, I'm always questioning um, how how you keep moving forward you know, step-by-step, step. I probably distill it down to uh, one word, and that's, I think, the uh, audacity. I think entrepreneurs require a sense of audacity, like the, the willingness to look at something, and even if people are telling you no, even if the odds seem stacked against you, mm -hmm. if you believe in your own creativity, you say, I can make it happen, mm -hmm. right? Some people might say that's resilience, you know, uh, you know, having resilience, having, you know, a tough skin. But I think first and foremost, as a, an entrepreneur is, you know, that and accept that there's going to be pain, accept that there are going to be challenges. 
lean into them and know that and trust in your own creativity to overcome it. Right. And I, I, I don't know, I may sound very philosophical, but I think it's true because I think, you know, there have been any entrepreneur that tells you it's been easy and that there haven't been challenges probably doesn't really um, understand their business fully in terms of having a real, a very real picture of it. Right. Because every business faces challenges. And I think it's how you cope with those challenges. In those but, say, but that challenge is, do you have a challenge process? So, so you know, how do you get around the wall? I mean, that, that, with the, we all hit walls. Yes. How do you keep, how do you get around it? Yeah. So, you know, um, that, that, okay. Another great question. You have so many great questions. Um, for, for me anyway, and for us as a, as a team, one thing that we have is when we do hit the wall, I really ask myself one question. Is this the day I want to stop? Is this it? Because that's the choice. Not to try to get through that wall, to get around the wall. You say, the option is, don't do it, I stop. And am I okay with that? And if you're an entrepreneur and you're wired for you know, the, the sort of the, the, the hustle and, and pushing forward, it's rare that that wall will make you stop. And if it does make you stop, then, you know, it's, it's not that, um, you know, and, you're, and you don't learn from it, then, you know, you're, you're probably not wired for entrepreneurship, right? And, and it, it sounds very simple, but it's the truth. It's, it's yeah. like you have two choices in life. Either you move forward or you don't. And I think entrepreneurs face that on a daily basis almost. I think so many business owners have probably faced it multiple times through the last two years where they had points where they said, why am I doing this? And it, it's either you stop or you don't. Mentorship has, has been very, very important for me. Um, uh, you know, what's the best piece of advice you've received? Mm -hmm. And that you keep on using, you know, uh, that, that uh, I think it's, again, it's kind of, is there a little gem in the background that just doesn't go away? There may not be. No, there is. So uh, he happens to be one of our, our very first um, investor. He actually, you know, I pitched the loft idea to him Um I consider him a mentor. He's 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 a business partner in a way on on a few other initiatives. But his name is Dean Hanish, and I'm going to put the name out there. Great guy, <laughs> but um, he's from Ottawa, and he told me once, and we've known each other. Our our parents know each other. Our moms know each other uh, mm -hmm. from high school. And um, he came into the agency when I had Urban DNA or my old ad agency, and we were talking about business. And he said to me once, he said. You know, the reality is that no one in life, nobody owes you anything. They don't. And the moment you believe that somebody owes you something or an investor owes you this or a client owes you this, you're lost. Because the reality is that if you deliver your product or you push forward or you build your business and your, 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 you know, your tenacity takes you forward, the results will bring in everything else. So it's, it's really based on your actions. And I, and I think that really stuck with me. And, you know, even in the challenging times, 
you know, where you might say, oh, you know, the, you know, this is because of this, or this is because of that. Understanding that no one owes you anything and it's all you has really got me through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answers it, but that, that's the piece of it. No, that's good. So if you had to pick one word to describe Graham, what would it be? Hmm. And why? Hmm. That's a great, what, it's about six great questions back to back. Yeah. Um, hmm. We try. <laughs> I, I would say, I would say I'm creative. Not, not only because I, I, I'm very passionate about creativity. I'm, I'm creative. I'm passionate about, you know, looking at systems understanding why they work and understanding how to create, you know, meaning from things coming together. So, you know, um, I love history or I love philosophy and I love understanding concepts so that I can create um, the narrative or the story that makes it crystal clear for people. My, my father was in education, my mother, my aunt. And so I think that um, and, and I was in advertising, right? So, so it was all about storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Love the being able to create and put the pieces together and present it. And I think, you know, nothing, I don't, I, I, I feel very um, good about being able to put a narrative out there and someone saying, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, I never looked at it like that. Or, you know, the perspective. And I think even building businesses is creating a story and a narrative, right? So, so creative. Speaking, of, speaking about stories, let's get a little, there's, there'd be some fairly deep questions I was asking you there. Mm. Let's, I love them. I love I'll tell you down a bit. <laughs> what, book, what, what books are you reading now, uh, you know, or listening to whatever? That, or is there something in, in, that you could recommend that, that really affected you in the last couple of years that you've, that you've read? I, yeah, you know, um, I would say in the last year, September of 2020, oh my gosh, no. Yeah, so it was September of 2020. We're now in 2022. It's crazy how time has flown. But almost in the, uh, the, the second phase of the pandemic, um, as a company, we got into the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial operating system, EOS. And uh, we had a facilitator, Andrew Turner. I'll drop another name. Amazing facilitator, but fundamentally changed the way I looked at business. And I, um, you know, the book Traction, um, Get a Grip. These are books that I really got into, Gino Wickman, but really got into these books because um, what it really did for us is it helped us remove a lot of the fluff in our business and really just focus on the reality of the day, to focus on the accountability um the good and the bad and and really work through that and so in the last year that has been fairly uh impactful to the business and to myself what's the best thing about you know being an entrepreneur it doesn't have to be a business side of it but what what's the best thing about being an entrepreneur versus you know working for an enterprise somewhere i i think um you know it's it'll sound cliche it's not that it's it's not like saying hey i have no limit on what i can earn right 
I think it's a creativity, right? I, I, I'd read in a book once where they said that, you know, entrepreneurs are one of the only groups in society that create. And really, if you think about it, an entrepreneur might say, I think a building could be here. And that building will hire construction workers. It'll hire people. It'll actually create, you know, part of the economy. Mm -hmm. uh, entrepreneurs create retail opportunities and people will be able to buy food and, and, and sort of the transactions. And if, without entrepreneurship, you really don't have a functioning society in a way, right? Like you don't. I mean, you don't have taxes being given. You don't have a lot of things happening. You don't have employment. So um, being part of that community that creates and, and helps to, you know, create opportunities, provide living. I mean, like that's, that's a great feeling. So for me, that's what entrepreneurship is. Let, let's be very specific about your business, co-work, uh, sure. whatever you want. Yeah, you know, I don't know what, what the current word is, but, um, you know, what are you most excited about in your business at the moment? Yeah, for, for us, it was, you know, five years ago when we started our approach to co-working and, and we're put in that category, but you know, I would say that we're not a co-working space. We're really a, a, a work, a, an experience, a spatial experience, you yeah. know. Yeah. But, but the reason for that is because we don't have contracts. We don't have, um, you know, a membership fee. It really is pay as you go. Um, you need an hour. You need two hours. You need a boardroom. You need a desk. Everything is on demand. It's all technology driven. And what I like to say is if LinkedIn can tell you who you work for, our goal is to understand how you work and then wrap the tools and services around that experience. Whether mm -hmm. that is you're working at a loft in Burlington Center and you want a coffee delivered to you, we want to bundle that. If you want curbside pickup, you should be able to put everything together, right? So um, our approach to the space has always been about, and, and you'll see it on our site, we say we're the work-life freedom company. It's about putting work as close to your life as possible so that you don't compromise your life. And, you know, one thing that came out of COVID, if you think about the, the one and a half hour commute that people were doing every day, what happened is a lot of life got put to the side. You know, you couldn't be there for your, your, your kid's soccer game or you couldn't be there, you know, to, for dinner. And that, and that changed. And so it's not that you have to, you know, we, you, need, you may need the separation between work and life, but it, it's not that you need work to be an hour away. You may just need it around the corner. And I think, you know, one thing that we like about our business is our goal is to build this network of touch points, you know, be the Starbucks of space, right? So convenient, mm -hmm. consistent, professional everywhere. People can access it when they want, when, wherever they want. Um, that's pretty powerful. That, that's, that's what I love about our business. And I love that, you know, <laughs> you know, with the audacity, I'll say that we're going to change the way people work globally, you know? So it's just a fun, couple of fun ones. Are you a morning or a night person? Um, I'm a always on person. <laughs> so there isn't a preference of the morning or the night. <laughs> it's, you know, if it's three in the morning and I have a thought and I need to get something done, I'm going to do it. If it's, uh, if it's, you know, five o'clock in the morning, I need to be up, I'll be up. Um, my, my challenge, even though we say we're the work-life freedom company internally and personally, my work-life freedom probably has 
more to do with just working and and passionately getting whatever's in my head out and it and it satisfy both sides so yeah okay in business this is i i love words so i I through this one in in business what's your favorite word hmm. accountability what's your least what's your least favorite word my least favorite word um we should <laughs> should <laughs> should let's just do it <laughs> that's that's really that's really good you know what that, that's it, we're coming i'm just looking at my timing we're coming to the end of our okay 20 25 minute session it just flew by it's been great it really 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 has been terrific uh and um i always like people to be able to get a hold of you so how can our listeners viewers get a hold of you uh, uh and have I missed anything? You want to add anything uh, before we uh, wind it up? I, I mean, I, I I certainly am I'm not adverse to giving my email. It's g dot wong w o n g mm-hmm. at loft l a u f t dot work w o r k, or you can visit our site at loft work and and take a look. And someone will get in touch with me if you need to get in touch with me. But reach out to me directly. Um, but anyone on our team is passionate about it. I, I'm, I'm so proud to have the team that we have. Teams are everything. Yeah, they um, are. Okay. Well, Graham, thanks again for coming on Canada's podcast. It's been fun. <laughs> thanks, Philip. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs>